Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday, the 30th of November. Today, Serbian TV makes its scorecard debut, the price Perth could pay if they lost the fifth test, and a name change that has to be heard to be believed. But first... The Melbourne Storm are filthy. Not happy, Jan! Oh, they are more than just not happy. They're reportedly so livid over the actions of hooker Brandon Smith, they're considering tearing up the final year of his deal. Let me explain. Love talking, like on training and like in the changing rooms, everything, just love talking. That love of talking saw Brandon Smith give an unfiltered, raw, hour-long interview to YKTR Sports podcast The Ice Project, which personally I thought was as cool an interview as I've seen in some time. But the storm weren't so thrilled. I was just looking at the Roosters jersey as you were saying and I was had like goosebumps. I was looking at it going, I want to win a premiership in that jersey. While it's now understood that Smith intends to sign with the Roosters, his comments on the podcast about wanting to win a premiership in a Roosters jersey are understood to have left the Storm's power brokers less than impressed. But his comments about the Storm's social calendar have also rocked the boat. We have so many piss-ups and like it's no secret like piss-ups build relationships. There's a reason I was getting feed, fed piss this whole, <laughs> whole thing yesterday. There's a reason because you just start letting loose. You can talk and you yeah, can talk. be yourself. You can be yourself and um, yeah, at the storm, bro. Like drinking's a massive part of the culture. Smith's just being honest. I get it. But given that the Melbourne Storm have just stood down forward Tui Kamakamitha over an alleged assault of a female outside a Brisbane hotel, and Smith himself and Storm teammate Cam Munster were recently reprimanded after being filmed with bags of white powder during postseason celebrations, the Storm brand is copping something of a beating. But wait, it gets worse. NRL Chief Executive Andrew Abdo confirmed to the Daily Telegraph that the Integrity Unit will now be reviewing the podcast in which Smith drops 61 F-bombs and three sneaky C-bombs. I've got to go talk to Belzer and see what he says, and I don't know what to expect from that, and yeah, I'm pretty nervous, actually. Yeah, I'd be pretty nervous too. Get ready for the statement that could turn next year's Australian Tennis Open on its head. I mean, wow. And he wasn't even finished. Sorry, for those of you unfamiliar with that voice or who perhaps aren't fluid in Serbian like I am, that is Serjan Djokovic, father of, you guessed it, men's world number one Novak Djokovic. And yesterday he went on Serbian television to declare that vaccination is a personal choice, no one has the right to that personal information, and that his son is unlikely to play at the tournament next year under these blackmail-like conditions. That sounds like blackmail. The Oz Open tournament organisers have declared that all players must be vaccinated in order to compete. And while his dad has said he probably won't play, Novak's standard response to the question so far has been, let's wait and see. So while we do that... Let's leave the final word to Sergeant. Amen. Right now, the Perth Test Match is on life support. The City in the West is due to host the fifth and final Test Match of the upcoming Ashes series in mid-January, but the state's continued COVID-induced border restrictions, which aren't due to be eased until late January, are looking more than likely to force the relocation of the test match. We anticipate a loss of between three and 
$5 million. Um, and that really also depends on how many BBL games we end up getting. It's not a laydown was there, that's for sure. The one thing I can say is people are working positively towards an outcome of the test match in, in Perth. But, gee, we wake up over the weekend and there's a new strain, changes what the federal government's going to do. So there, there's something different every day that throws, uh, you know, another grenade into the middle of the pile. WA cricket boss Christina Matthews, who last week admitted the state was only a 50-50 chance to host the test, spoke to SEN about the financial damage losing the test could do to the organisation. And given the emergence of the latest COVID variation Omicron and WA Premier Mark McGowan's penchant for shutting the border at the slightest sniffle, the test might be on the move. On the road again just can't wait to get on the road again. Tim Payne's recent indiscretions have probably taken Tassie off the table as a replacement option, which puts Sydney and Melbourne in prime position to host a second test during the series. Reports suggest that a day-night test at the MCG is a live option if the test is moved away from Perth, which would be some comfort to the iconic venue that's lost the AFL Grand Final for the past two seasons. And Triple M Movember Ambassador Greg Blewett thinks the MCG has a one-of-a-kind atmosphere, which would be worthy of a second test. The Boxing Day test is, uh, you know, one of the great sporting events in the world and certainly in our country. Um, I remember facing the very, very first ball of the Boxing Day test, and and I remember just hearing the roar. And it's only one of two times that I've heard the roar, and I absolutely shit myself. Now that is an endorsement. And given it's the final day of November, we should probably check in on Bluey's mo-growing efforts one last time. I'm getting a lot of comments about uh, the tash. So, yeah, I've got the sideburns happening as well. So I've got Good. the chops Good. sort of sort of easing their way into the moustache. But, mate, it is, uh, it's on fire. And is your beautiful wife still a fan of the look? She is. Oh. She's loving it, mate. She's loving it. She, uh, she can't get enough. I'm not going to go into too much detail, <laughs> but she's loving it. Great work, Bluey. And if you haven't managed to donate already... Head to Movember.com and do it today, because your dough will save a bro. One of the great things about being an adult, aside from being able to eat ice cream and call it dinner, is that you have the ability to change your name if you want. That's not my name. That's not my name. And NBA player Enos Cantor has chosen to exercise that right. Here's Cantor, strong and finishes! Cantor, a native of Turkey, had his passport revoked by his country of birth in 2017 for his outspoken criticism of President Erdogan and has been vocal in condemning the human rights record of China and has even called out LeBron James over his ties to Nike and its Chinese manufacturing. And with his strong beliefs in mind, Cantor celebrated his new US citizenship yesterday with a slight tweak to his name. Enos Cantor is now Enos Cantor Freedom. And while that is a name I look forward to seeing on the back of his jersey while he plays for the Boston Celtics, I'm sorry to say, Enos, now all I'm going to think about when I hear your name is Braveheart. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Tuesday the 30th of November. Don't forget we've got a special edition of the Scorecard landing this weekend. And if you like the Fast Fun episode so far... I think you'll enjoy this weekend as we dip our toes into a longer chat. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.